I keep doing it, Sean. I keep picking songs to open the show that I'm like, why are we even talking? Let's just listen to this. <laughs> I there, There's nothing I'm going to say that's going to be more interesting than Sharon Tandy. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 315. You can leave this rolling underneath for a minute here because it's just tasty. Sharon Tandy was out of South Africa in the early 1960s. She made some waves in the U.K., you know, there was... The blues were everything in the early 60s. It's where every band you've ever heard of came from. All the British Invasion bands started as part of this blues revival that was happening. And then a weird little offshoot called Blue-Eyed Soul came along. And Sharon was one of the early proponents and one of the early success stories in Blue-Eyed Soul. But even later on in her career through the 60s, in the psychedelic movement, which was way stronger in the UK before it finally caught on here with these drug-addled U.S. teenagers. I put this on accidentally yesterday at the record store, and I just stood there, not quite tears in my eyes, but I listened to the entire record, I'm like, who the fuck is Sharon Tandy? And I, I went on a deep dive and did all kinds of digging. Always learning, right? I mean, that's one of my favorite phrases, always learning. Sharon Tandy, rock solid. An excellent way to stay, start the 315th episode of The Brian Oak Show. I am Brian Oak, and that's Sean Bernard. Hello, Sean. How's it going? You're wearing short pants. I feel like you're already in full summer mode. I like short pants. I, I'm, I'm not against short pants at all. I don't know where any of mine are. I've done a very poor job of keeping my life organized over the winter. <laughs> I looked for shorts this morning. I'm like, I literally, and I might own 18 pairs of shorts, don't know where one goddamn pair of them is. We put stuff away for the winter and then we swap it out. So similarly, I had to go to that particular bin and yeah. find the short pants. And then I found them. By the way, that song. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine high school breakup, like your first high school breakup, and then this young woman is standing outside of your, kind of like uh, in your eyes and yeah, saying anything. Exactly. But she's just maybe with a guitar and just belting that like, out up to, your, up to your window. The answer is yes. I yes. will be staying with you. You're right. I yeah. was an absolute I'm an ab- idiot. Well, think about teenage <laughs> boys, right? I mean, of course I was yes. a fucking abject yeah. idiot. I, I am did a this dumb wrong, person. And you <laughs> care way more than I expected. And here we are. We are doing this in the Smart Start MN studio. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original, original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means they have technology. They help the state develop the technology to keep you in your car or get you back into your car sooner than expected after you fucked up royally all right i mean because these things happen people drink and drive you should never ever ever drink and drive but people still do it and even before you're found guilty you will lose your license however our friends ed mike etc 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 and the wide staff yeah. there at smart start they were there at the beginning of minnesota's ignition interlock company basically they put technology in your car that will allow you to drive again but you got to move on it, and they get it into your car cheaper and quicker than you might otherwise expect, and they've been good friends of the show since before our very first episode, which was some 315 episodes ago. That is a little wild. I like their band name of Mike, Ed, and the Etceteras. Doesn't that sound a little <laughs> bit like an 80s? Let's call well, Is it Mike, Ed, or Ed, Mike? Ed, Mike, and the Etceteras. Because it, but they I kind of like e. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, there's yep. alliteration there. Yep, I like so that. So nothing personal, Mike. Just I, I know I'm putting Ed's name first, but Ed, Mike, and the Etceteras, what kind of music are they going to do? I think it's a little bit of punk. Yeah? 
you know, but maybe, also some new agey type of maybe a cold bucket of water on the face, like wake up, drunky, time to get your life back. Together. Exactly right. Exactly. They can save you extra money. Ed, Mike, and the etceteras. If you go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show, they'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock system. And they will never, ever, ever throw a cold bucket of water in your face. Nope. One more before we get to today's featured guest, because summer is much like spring itself, if you'll allow me to wax poetic momentarily, is unfolding in front of us. A beautiful spring flower is showing up. Everything's blooming. It really is. Unfortunately, it's making my eyes water and my nose run throughout the entire part of it, but that's to be given. That's a yearly occasion. But one of the things that's also erupting is... An almost impossible schedule of summer music. Like, there's so much that I've heard people in the industry, and I'm using air quotes, describe it as this market's going to be ticket poor. There are too many giant shows, medium-sized shows, small shows. Like, good luck, everybody. Hope you saved your pocket money over the winter and hope you saved some of that COVID money because you're going to need it this summer. And you know what? Who's more deserving than great local artists who we're going to be talking to just ahead? Before we get there, though, let's mention Moxie Wealth Management real quick. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Moxie Wealth Management, they take a comprehensive approach to your wealth and maybe you're like me and you're like i don't have any wealth but i do own a home i do have some savings i do have certain situations and it's probably about 20 years past time but it's definitely time now for me to start thinking about what am i going to do moving forward yeah you shouldn't have what some call a mystery ira or a mystery 401k (laughs) where you have absolutely you've been contributing somehow over the years but you have absolutely no idea what's in there is it worth five thousand dollars is it worth five hundred thousand i don't know i literally haven't looked in so many years just keeping our fingers crossed that social security will work its way out oh i'm sure it will it sounds like everything's going to be fine don't do that contact moxie wealth management like brian said they have a comprehensive approach which means they even have a tax person there that can talk to you about how you can shovel things into investments so you can avoid paying such high taxes uh what about offshore accounts are we cool with offshore accounts? i mean nothing that i'd like to promote today for moxie wealth management but uh go to their website check them out they're good people they're music lovers just like brian and me and they'll take care of you absolutely uh we're gonna hear one more song before we check in with today's guest katie vernon has been a friend of the show for a very long time she is an incredible songwriter a, a really sort of bright ray of light as a human being, and I always look forward to seeing her. And she's brought along a special friend today who we'll meet very shortly. <laughs> in the meantime, I want to play one more song. So in digging around in the records, right, I don't pretend to know anything about 1930s vocal jazz or what would eventually transform into doo-wop or R&B and soul. There was very little of that in my house growing up, but I've been making it a point because I am interested in always learning and trying to learn more about finding certain bands. And when it comes to 1930s vocal jazz, I kind of love the female groups. I'm a big Boswell Sisters guy, McGuire Sisters. But every once in a while, a male group comes by. It's sort of pre-doo-wop era that you just sit there in awe of. And this song, I had heard when I was young. Hadn't heard it then in 20-plus years. And then it was the opening theme song to one of my favorite video game franchises of all time, Fallout. And it put a new stamp on this particular track for me. And it even removed from the dire post-apocalyptic video game that it was attached to, it's still one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. I heard it yesterday. I want to hear it again right now. The Ink Spots. I don't want to set the world on fire on The Brian Oak Show. I 
set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in you. Sean, do you remember making mixtapes for people that you were into when you were young? Yes, I do, and I also received them. Yeah. Um, there was a gal who I'm friends with on Facebook now that we dated for a brief time, and then she moved off to Nevada yeah. uh, right before prom, uh, but she made oh, me this mixtape before she left, Yeah. and it included this French song, well, we became, and I couldn't remember the name of it, so we became Facebook friends all these years later. I'm like, what was the name of that song? And she's like, here's what it was. Yeah. And I was able to find it. But I wish I converted all those mixtapes to some kind of digital format because they were, they were, it was such a thoughtful gift. Well, I mean, it was a thoughtful gift for a lot of friends, but there were a couple times I was trying to get romantic, but not be yeah. too obvious. Yeah. That prop, that song probably would have pushed it over the edge, but that's where I'm mad that I didn't know more older music when I was making those mm. mixtapes, because you throw that one in there at the end as sort of the anchor at the end. Bingo, baby. It's all coming together. Let's say hi to today's guest. Hi, Katie. How are you? 
Oh, oh, sorry. I'm here. Hello, hello. Katie hello. Vernon is back for, I don't know, what, your 14th, 15th visit to the show? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a few. It's, uh, it's been a been few. A There's while, more though. posters every time I'm here. Uh, so I'm in love with Sharon Tandy. Yeah. What, what oh, a discovery. Great? I was sitting here and I'm like, who is this reminding me of? And I'm Dusty Springfield. Yes, obviously. very much. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to do a deep dive. Yeah, I, and again, I know nothing about her, but that's what's fun. The always learning part is like, well, now I have homework. Yeah. But I guess I'd rather have homework about Sharon Tandy than homework about algebra, right? Yes, exactly. I saw a thing, I saw a post yesterday on social media that said, um, books that make you cry. Yeah. And uh, it was a picture of Algebra 2. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. That's fantastic. <laughs> Definitely. I actually did okay at Algebra. Once we got into geometry, yeah. math can go. I didn't make it that far. I was like kicked out of the math group. Oh. I asked too many questions and the teacher's like, you're out of here. Yeah, Move tables. do what we told you. Go. You go back to long division. Yeah. Is what oh, you, no. ge- geometry. I, I was doing too. great. I got A's in math up until geometry. And then suddenly I felt like I I was on an alien planet speaking a foreign language and I'm like I don't get and all these idiots around me like understood yeah. it perfectly I'm like something wrong with my damn brain Katie um the last picture I so I haven't seen you in person in months the last yeah. picture I saw of you you were sitting directly across from one of my favorite people on the planet Mr. Mark Mullman oh, yeah. and he was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich he was. tell yes. me tell me about that evening if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. very briefly well, I don't know how much I want to say. No, oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It was sandwich. just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or was it? So he was nice enough to do something he hasn't done since the early 90s, what? which is to do an intimate house show. That's 30 years. I know. I know. So he has not done a house show. It's really, you know, he's a rock and roller. Like, I got it. You know, you've seen him in no, action. No, he stands on top of his piano. He does. Yeah. He does. And he didn't do that, which was probably just as well. Well, probably not so, in the house, right? Not in the house. So it wasn't my house some people have commented like what a lovely home i'm like thank you i just showed up (laughs) i didn't take my shoes off i guess but no i don't own the home um so he was doing a house show um for dissonance which i've discussed on here before which is a mental health arts uh group we put on um small and large events and that was one of our small intimate events kind of like how you guys do for your patreon yeah. folks we uh we opened it up to anyone who wanted to attend it was right. a limit of 30 tickets and it was just a, a a discussion about mental health creativity and music and uh so it was really really fascinating well and you probably know better than anyone else sitting in this room the strong connection between all those topics that you exactly. just brought up right there yeah and you know when we when we reach out to artists we always say to them you know it's a big component of our events is to have either a short or a long you know depending on what the event is discussion about either sobriety any kind of mental health issue they want to discuss and, um, you know, so people know that going in and we're just so honored that people open up and tell us, you know, kind of how they balance that in their lives and how it affects their creativity. Um, and it was also to promote a web series that we're doing. We've done four episodes now called Sessions. So if you look up dissonance.org. Uh, that's our website, or look it up on social media. And Sessions is our online version of that. So it's kind of like a mini TV show with um, interviews and musical performances uh, with Chastity Brown. Mm. Uh, we've had Nerdy. 
Uh, we've had some really cool guests. So we've had yeah, Nerdy sitting in this very room right here in the Smart Start <laughs> MN Studios. The energy yeah. that comes off that guy, right. the the ray of light that shoots right out of the top of his head. Yeah, I could talk to that guy all day. Speaking right? of talking to people, there's another person in the room that we haven't met yet, and I'm going to let you take care of the introductions. I know that Tay right. is sitting immediately to your left. Yes. Who's Tay? So, uh, who is this guy? What the hell is he doing? Here? <laughs> who is this guy? Who is what? this guy? Is so this guy Ali, Alejandro Tay is the associate uh, artistic director at mixed blood theater oh, cool. mm. and mixed blood theater is like my new little home away from home so no more sad day job katie i'm a happy day job katie wait a minute so you got to, you got to leave a square <laughs> ass tps report day job <laughs> i did and now you work with mixed blood theater as your main gig yeah that's it's my genius. main gig it's so it's, it, exciting. it's almost like a, a superhero who's had the secret identity is also a superhero. It's like an artist doing art by day, art by night. Ah, oh, what can Katie not do? So, do you go by Alejandro or do you go by Tay? You know, I can. I make it a point to confuse everyone as I walk through my day. Fantastic no, 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 no. Uh, news. I, Alejandro, Tay, they're all my name. They're all me. So whatever's comfortable. As we sit here and talk today. Tay is way easier for me to say than Alejandro. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm not great at rolling my R's. Is, is Tay all right as we talk Tay today? Tay is great. All right, Tay, Tay then let great. me ask you this. Tell me about your life at Mixed Blood Theater, because Mixed Blood Theater has been around for a long time, and I think has been a, a, involved in a very, very, I think a much wider variety of projects and endeavors than most people who, they're like, oh, this is what Mixed Blood does. I think that the mission has evolved over many decades, and I think that it continues to evolve today. Is that fair? It absolutely does. I mean, uh, one, one of the hallmarks of Mixed Blood is that it's sort of always reinventing itself with right. this core of social justice and social change uh, at the heart always, but always trying to reinvent. And that's definitely true right now. I'm brand new. I'm also new to the organization mm -hmm. uh, and the artistic director, Jack Ruler, who was there from the beginning, just stepped down uh, and Mark Valdez has taken over. Now, and I'm sure that Mr. Valdez is obviously well-respected and very talented. But when you talk about a founding member stepping down, was there uncertainty? Was there was there worry or were people concerned? You, you know, I, I think and again, I'm, I'm coming in after this process has happened. So I'm getting this like second and third hand. Right. But uh, they went through a, a three-year period of planning for this, which right. is not as common as you would want it to be an no. artistic changeover. Usually so. it's like, oh, so-and-so's gone. Uh, so mm -hmm. get it figured out today because we got a show tomorrow. Yeah, and you know, Mark has been with the organization for 15 years. He's right. been coming in to direct shows. Right. So so it was actually a really, a really nice thing that they were able to plan for that I deeply appreciate because, you know, I'm coming in from Chicago and really getting to know the Twin Cities through this gig. Um, so, you know, getting to uh, join a place that has their uh, their papers in order has been <laughs> helpful. Lovely. Well, and again, they've been around long enough. I'm not surprised to find out that affairs are in order. But that kind of seismic change can have a real impact. So, Katie, what is coming up with Mixed Blood? I mean, like, what, what kind of things are you looking forward to this summer? I mean, you yeah. gotta, you got to dive into a new gig, yeah. but that's... It, what am I trying to say? I guess what I'm trying to say is obviously being involved in something artistic will always have a satisfying edge to it, right? 
that doesn't mean it's not real work. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's it's real, <laughs> yeah. real work. So how's it been so far being there? Yeah, well, so we are, um, you know, everyone on the team is new. So um, we're doing this really exciting um, project right now called 12 by 12, which mm-hmm. Tay can tell you more about. Um, and it is working with artists in different communities all over the Twin Cities. So it's instead of just being like, we're new, come see a play. It's like, you know, who like who makes up the art scene in the Twin Cities? Who's right. doing different exciting things? Who can we connect with? How can we, you know, not just kind of plop ourselves down in a community, but involve fully the community that lives there? And, um, and then that has, you know, just by its very definition, built in diversity of all different types um, of artists and people, you know, which is all important. So instead of just kind of being like, we are here, um, it's like, who are we even trying to reach who can we bring in and 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 what do they want to see what right, do they want yeah. to be doing what do they want to be talking about i mean exactly. one of the one of the big pushes of 12 by 12 has been the results of this are going to decide our programming mm-hmm. for years to come well it's a two-way street isn't it right i mean like yeah. when you talk about performers they're going to bring you what they need to they are the artists but also if you want to be a sustainable arts organization, you've got to provide at least something that a lot of people want. Well, it's like being in radio, right? I mean, we play we play a fucking lot of Maroon 5. I'm going to be honest right now. Okay, now I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that's what you do, but I'm saying that you need to find that sweet spot between pure artistic vision mm-hmm. and also giving the people what they want. Before we talk more about 12 by 12, I hate going too long without a song. Tell me why we're playing Kiss the Tiger. Well, I mean, I'm not against it at all. And it's I, always a good thing to play Kiss the Tiger. Yes. And uh, Megan Creedla from um, the lead singer of the band mm-hmm. um, has not only been involved in 12 by 12 events, but she has a long history of being involved in Mixed Blood um, and just being a fantastic actress and performer in the Twin Cities. And um, she most recently performed at our Maplewood 12 by 12 event. So, you know, picture a rock star um, singing coming down the escalator in Maplewood <laughs> Mall. It happened. You should have been nice. there. Um, and she will also be involved in our wrap up at the end of the summer. So um, I thought it was only appropriate to spin her tune.
Minnesota Music from Kiss the Tiger mm. on the Brian Oak Show. So Before good. we find out more about 12 by 12 at Mixed Blood Theater, I want to talk to my friend Sean very briefly here because Sean, in addition to being the producer of the show, is also a sponsor. And he is, from what I understand, a realtor in these streets and a ninja in the sheets. At least that's what it says <laughs> on your new business card for Remax Results. I'm going to admit something to everybody here right now. And oh, no, no, it's not what you oh, think. No. It's not what you think. Oh, no. <laughs> when I was a little guy, I had P- the Peanuts character sheets on my bed. What and my this? Uncle Pat, oh, my, right. my Uncle Pat, who actually worked in theater, he worked at the Guthrie, he worked at Old Lock Theater, did yeah. all the set design, all that stuff. He painted the Peanuts characters on my wall. Like uh, Pigpen, everybody. Exactly. So yeah, it was so cool. Linus. Of course, he moved shortly oh, after that. Well, but. My wife, a few years ago, got me Snoopy sheets, and they're they're on my bed right now. Any Woodstock sightings, or... I think there might be a Woodstock in there someplace. I mean, because those two are sort of inseparable, right? And they're sort of the... I wouldn't call them quite yin and yang, but Woodstock provided a necessary foil to Snoopy's sort of very specific views of the world around it. Exactly right. Yeah. So, although we played grown-ass woman, I'm a grown-ass man with sneaker <laughs> sheets on my bed. I love it. I'm not mad about that at all, man. There is a Cowboy Bebop <laughs> scroll hanging in the Smart Start MN Studios. Now, again, I would argue that that's actually not for children at all. And that's yeah, actually an yeah. adult animation. But how are things going with your new gig? They're going really well. I've uh, a couple that I've been helping. They're, they're moving up here from Georgia. They've moved up here from Georgia. We finally found them a house after four months of da-da, looking, da-da. and it's a wonderful cabiny type of house. Original, you know, the, uh, somebody built it themselves. It wasn't like some big construction company, right? Like in back 1911. In the, I was going to say the 1700s. It but looks like a cabin. Um, <laughs> it's just absolutely a, a unicorn, and they got it. Uh, they beat out another nice. another uh, group for it, and they're just thrilled. And the coolest thing about my job is I get to meet all these really cool and interesting people. So these people are moved up from Georgia. They're massive music fans. He's a musician. Love it. Um, and... I develop all these friendships, and I end up caring about these people that I didn't know before. And it actually makes the world a little bit better place, if you know what I mean. I couldn't agree um, more. And so yeah. I'm super stoked for these folks. And then they're going to make a donation to an artist or musician here in Minneapolis, which I'm continuing to do. Um, I moved over to Remax Results, um, 612-859-2594. That number is also textable. I've heard that before. Mixed Blood Theater is embarking on 12 by 12, and we've got Katie and Tay here to talk about it. What I like about it, it's kind of also got a similar philosophy to what we do here on The Brian Oak Show. Ostensibly, this was going to be a show about music and local musicians when we first started, and it still is largely, but it also deals with entrepreneurs. It also deals with artists in other media. It also deals with local chefs. It deals with all these different things. And 12 by 12, in its commitment to this community, also is going to be featuring not just musicians, but a a whole host of people who are... There's a word that I hate right now, even though it may be appropriate. I hate the word influencers, right? I just, I can't uh-huh. stand it. I, it <laughs> makes me think of TikTok. It makes me think of people who are just trying to be the next Kardashians. I hate the term influencers, but 
there are people who make influence in our community, no matter what they might do, be they athletes or chefs or musicians or whatever. Tay, when it came down to figuring out who the 12 were going to be in the 12 by 12, what kind of parameters did you and whoever else was involved sit down and look at? You know, super interesting question because it started originally, the project started with Mark asking people for recommendations. The same way you would ask someone like, hey, I need some new music. What are you listening to? And if I hear a name that I have not heard before, that's what I want to listen to. That's who I want to talk to. That's where it started was Mark saying like, hey, who who's rad? Who's rocking out here? Who's doing cool work? Right. And we kind of went from there. And that has been the joy of all of this is meeting these incredible artists who we never would have worked with before (laughs) or or maybe have have heard about in some cases uh, and in some cases are so, so incredibly happy that we get to work with them again. Right. right? So it's it runs the gamut. Well, once Um, again, it's a two way street, right? You're excited because you're meeting new parts of the community and helping to advance things that otherwise people might not associate with mixed blood theater. But then they also get a new audience. They get a new voice. They get a new opportunity to spread the word about the important work they're doing. But still, it can be hard to discern. I'm sure you got more than 12 names when you were doing the initial digging. And so you've got to whittle it down. How do you do that? Uh, well, uh, honestly, it was more about uh, it was more of a first come first serve than a whittling right. kind yeah, of yeah, process. It was like, who's going to answer the call? Let's go. Oh, um, I know that feeling. But but that's <laughs> but and and that's kind of the joy of it. That's right, the right. joy is is you know you you end up with what you get, and there's there's um there's a magic that happens there to letting yourself be really pleasantly surprised right. and it has been such an immense joy to work with these artists and to learn new things about these communities because that's the other part of the equation is it's learning new things about a neighborhood that you maybe you've passed by maybe you've been there for a, a specific thing and now you're seeing a whole different facet of it right. oh that is that is the thing of it. it it's also funny because you know I said I'm brand new to the Twin Cities. I now have a, a very odd and deep knowledge of 12 <laughs> neighborhoods, and that's it. That's <laughs> Take funny. me outside of those 12 neighborhoods. I know nothing about Lost. this place. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what is, even though you're brand new, there are people who have lived there here their entire lives. They couldn't name 12 neighborhoods with a gun to their head. <laughs> no, All right? exactly. That's what we're hearing from folks, yeah. and yeah. We're, we're hearing... It's important. The, the, the learning, the sharing, the growing, the, the realizing no matter how far apart the neighborhoods are, no matter, no matter what you do or where you're from, the commonality outweighs the differences every time, and there are strength. Yeah. Oh, that was actually happening a little bit with Katie at, at Maplewood, at the Maplewood Mall. I mean, maybe you want to tell them, like, mm-hmm. things that you... Well, I mean, you know, I, I live in White Bear Lake, so um, I... Uh, that's that was my... a really good American White Bear Lake yeah, right there. That's, that's that the only really thing I can say, good. White Bear Lake. Uh, go Bears. Um, <laughs> go Bears. <laughs> go Bears. Uh, but nice yeah, I, it's my local mall, and I was embarrassed that I had no idea that the mall had really kind of rejuvenated itself in right. the last two years. You know, all the stores were closing. You know, COVID obviously was hard on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, uh, you know, Midwest American Mall, everything's just kind of shutting down and yet there's actually all these like new pop-ups all this community involvement they have music there quite regularly they were so ready to partner and you know jump on board with what we were doing and and the minister uh the uh maplewood historical society was there for our event and you know i discovered all these 
things that are like literally on my doorstep well, that I didn't know what happened. So how does that, for people who haven't been there in a while or maybe never been there, how is that manifesting? I mean, like what can people come see? What can they come do? There's just a lot of local business happening there. So it's definitely a hangout zone. You know, there's just, uh, there's you no can, You can ride a stuffed fronts. animal That's and then true. pet a real there's one. There's a petting and... zoo, yeah. It's, I'm sorry, it's what fantastic. sort of animals are at the petting zoo? Because I'm sort of freaky about that um, kind of stuff. I like it. I don't know. I, I didn't go up there. All of the all of the animals you would typically expect from a petting zoo. But then they also, I'm pretty sure they have like capybaras and stuff. Oh, weird. I literally was about to say capybara. Oh, they're because, so sweet. Because capybaras and wombats sort of occupy Aww. this bizarre marsupial meets mammal space. And a capybara, when you touch it, it's solid like an anvil and it's sweet <laughs> like a kitten. It's yeah. yeah, they're lovely. Oh, my. Lovely. I can't believe you said that. See, this is the kind you of stuff that you. the course of my Thursday. You can discover these things hopping into 12 by 12. I mean, we're making these discoveries all across the Twin Cities. So, like, my, my invitation to folks is. Check out our website. Look at the communities that we're in. And if there's one that you uh, have been to or live in, but, you know, uh, haven't uh, checked out in a while, whatever it may be, go check it out. And also look the furthest point on the map Mm -hmm. from you, the place you would never go in a million years. Go to that event. Make it a point to go to that event because you're going to find something really cool and interesting that you never would have expected. Ground Zero is MixedBlood.com. We've gone too long without another song. We've got another one right here, though, and I need you to tell me about this song. Yeah, so this is Joe Davis, okay. who, oh my gosh, if you have not heard of Joe Davis, he's the real deal. He's uh, a poet. He just came out with a, a new book, Remind Me Again. He's the front man of uh, Joe Davis and the Poetic Diaspora. Uh, And he came on the scene really heavy with this one poem of his called Show Up. And he uh, actually had a bunch of artist friends of his create remixes that use the same sort of lyrics to the poem and remix them in new musical styles. So I think we're about to hear the, the hip hop version of Show Up. And if you hear nothing else, hear me say, you were born to make an indelible mark on the world that no one can erase. And if you don't make that mark, that mark won't be made. I just want to breathe, release a sigh of relief, cause no one's trying to police me. I can finally smile and be free. Can bring all of me, no apologies. Go follow all of my wildest dreams. Making my ancestors proud of me, cause I know how to be fly without wings. Unlocking the God of me, walking in privacy, who I am called to be. The patiently waited today is the day I take back what belongs to me. I got it, ain't no doubt about it, ain't got a doubt every eye cross every tear. Out of my muscle and body, my body will guide me to all that I need. Was this not nose grown up? Not done grown, cause I know enough to know. I don't know enough. But one thing I know for sure is that the road is rough with potholes and plot holes to stop us from showing up. So what? Mama Moses done told us, don't take no stuff. May take a break, but don't break your strut. And what it takes to scrape some cuts, going all ways, cause tough. We make it stuff, we may slow what we may give up. We can't give up, we stay prayed up, your thanks to slay each day, we waking up. Let the haters hate because they can't keep up. We show love where there ain't no love. Good vibrations raising up. We golden each moment, we show up and show we change every space we touch. You are a blessing on top of a blessing. The rumors I 
full if we don't have your presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just live in the moment, it's time to be present. Yeah, it's on you the only we give to this presence. We just need you to show up. Show up. Show up. Show up. Show up. We just need you to show up. Connection is power, we all can relate Fostering trust when we communicate From grounded society to thick and boxes Believing our people behind and unconscious Shadows are shallow and silence is sound Your energy speaking when you be around We are amazing in every way And we are valuable every day Worthy of love, so do what you love Go follow your heart, forget what people say Who are them to even judge? Who are them to hold a grudge? Walk around with a shrug, convince you that you're not enough To turn a seed to a drug Nah, we all got a role in this revolution Your passion can make a path to solutions So many problems, I pray that we solve them See the bigger picture of the resolution Do we need inclusion or separation? Revival is brutal, we in revelations Revealing our truth and speaking at these places Leading our people to true liberation No dedication creates devastation It's counterproductive to not be productive With no education, there's no elevation Start to grow and you can find it seductive This for the one who can bring This for the one who can be Rap, dance, sing, think Freely can see anything The key is to know that we free Free, play, play JoeDavisPoetry.com is ground zero for what Joe Davis is and does and how and where and when and all that kind of stuff. Remind Me Again is his second book of writings and musings and poems and wisdom to have reached the top spot on the Amazon teen poetry charts. And Rosella White wrote about him, Remind Me Again is a soulful offering by a soulful human. In this incredible work of poetry and prose, Joe Davis issues an invitation to healing and restoration by remembering who and whose we are. And again, the the main premise right there, the main thought behind that effort we just heard right there, which, by the way, when I tried to find the hip-hop version, there's about 15 versions of that right now <laughs> on Spotify, all right? But I did track it down. But show up is, to me, the essence of being a successful person, right? There are certain people who are like, oh, you're so lucky, or oh, this person's so lucky. I'm like, I promise you, that lucky person got up, brushed their teeth, made their bed, and showed up every fucking day. Mm-hmm. The luckiest people I know are the hardest working people mm-hmm. I know, and that's there, there's a direct correlation. And so show up, that makes perfect sense. So, Taylor, let me ask you, so with 12 by 12, are there specific... I mean, I know you're focusing on 12 different neighborhoods, 12 different 
artists or creators or whatever the case may be, are there specific performances at Mixed Blood linked to these individuals? Absolutely. So we're having right now and through the summer, we're having these performances that are taking place in the community that they were created by and for. Oh, so, right so on. Joe, so not at Mixed Blood, but wherever correct. they might yeah. be. So, so Joe is, uh, even right now, as we speak, he's prepping and running his uh, series of events in Northside, Minneapolis. Fabulous. Uh, and he's he's going to be- perform on the Northside at the Capri later this summer. Awesome. I love the Capri. But then at the end of the entire series, August 19th and 20th, you can actually come to Mixed Blood and check out all 12 performances strung together. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like oh, yeah. real... Cre- Do you have enough green rooms for all of these <laughs> egos and talents? We're, we're, we're going to find out. You know, there has been so little <clears throat> ego, and I think it's because... And, and it kind of comes down to, you know, that that show up song. It really, he's, you know, he's talking about showing up for your community, uh-huh. showing up for each other, showing up in a way that is so humanistic and so tied to community. And that has been the ethos of the entire project. So I I am not hyperbolizing when I say working with every single one of these artists has been such a joy and a treasure. Uh, And and it really speaks to not only the caliber of their art, but of their humanity and of their process that they're bringing. And it shows in the things that they've been making. It's been really, really special. I think that it also speaks, though, to what Mixed Blood does. And it maintains a mission and a... a mentality and a vision that we are going to be a vital part of this community and we are going to continue to tell important stories. And I love the fact that all of these various artists, chefs, dancers, ice skaters, whoever it might be, Mm. are going to be doing things in their own communities, Mm. but then it all comes home to the mixed blood. To me, that speaks very loudly about mixed blood. Tay, welcome to Minnesota, man. I feel like you're (laughs) going to be a really good addition. Oh, man, it's been such a great welcome. Thanks for having me. That's great. (laughs) Now, Katie, I also want to ask you, before we start to wrap things up here in a little bit, you obviously, um, in addition to your new lease on life with Mixed Blood, and yes. I'm very glad that you're happy, by the yeah, way, because I'm happy. life is hard enough already, <laughs> right? But if you wake it up is. not dreading where you're going, yeah. it makes a humongous difference. Did I mention Maroon 5? Anyway, <laughs> um, um, I, you obviously still are creating on your own and doing yeah. things outside of Mixed Blood. Yeah, busy, busy. How, but how is creative life? I mean, like, are you... Post-COVID, we've talked a lot over the last few years. Post-COVID, are you feeling it? Are you feeling springtime? Does it add anything to your creativity? Where are you at right now in the process? Yeah, I'm feeling very, uh, very revved up and uh, I'm writing a lot. Um, You know, for me, I'm I'm on this elusive journey that I think many of us are on for the work-life balance. Mm. And uh, I completely had none. I was just (laughs) working every single day was just, uh, you know, putting out fires and dealing with complaints and... um, it was it was really rough and it, it really I was just kind of running on empty. I didn't have any real creative juices. Um, and I've discussed in the past, you know, I kind of play with my ABBA tribute band. You know, that's going strong. We're playing more than ever. That was a fantastic outlet, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as you know, creating art, making recordings, playing with a band. Well, even all of that I, stuff. I think even doing a good reenactment of something mm-hmm. that you clearly worship, like the ABBA, yes. it, you're really good <laughs> at it. But I mean, it's different than sorcery, right? Like sorcery yeah. is crafting something that right. didn't exist before. Exactly. And there's a real like I don't know. I don't do it very often, but I've watched people do it a lot, and there's a real value there. Yeah, it's just really rewarding. And, you know, I mean, I love singing more than anything, but um, to actually 
get your thoughts across in music and have people relate to that. I mean, it's priceless. You know, when you get to actually have that human connection with I'm feeling this way and I worked it out in a song and someone's eyes kind of light up and they're like, oh, my gosh, I feel that way, too. I had that moment with Mark Mullman. You know, we we joked about, mm. you know, the, the photo of us together. I was chatting with him and he was talking about, you know, kind of grief and, and some really heavy stuff. And he said a couple of things that just resonated with me so much. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is why we talk. Yeah. Like, this is why we share, you know. So none of us feel alone, you know, on this planet, just like battling through every day. <laughs> and I would be remiss with my new day job to say uh, I need people to show up to these events. Okay. <laughs> and that's my job is uh, is just helping get the word out because we do something very unique and very special at Mixed Blood, which is that you can, and there's no questions asked, you can attend anything we do, anywhere we do it for no charge. Really? And that comes with obviously a huge... Uh, kind of balancing act that we need, you know, supporters financially also to keep making this happen. What's the best way for people to do that? The best way is to become a member. Okay. So you can be a sustaining member. You can go to mixedblood.com and just click that membership. Right. You can choose your price. You can do it for a year. You can do it month to month at any level. And I'm in the middle of a membership drive. I feel like a one-woman NPR right now because I've been calling people and saying, Stop talking about those people. Those those people have... No, 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 no. no. I'm not even mad about that. No, I got over that a long time ago. Um, but I, they, because of legacy members and all the other things, yeah. they have tens of millions yeah, of dollars don't. sitting in their coffers. Yes. Mixed blood theater is not. So if no. people, I, I would actually beseech people, and I mean this yeah. because I spent six years in the nonprofit community mm-hmm. before I ever got into radio. If people really believe in putting their money where their mouth or their yeah. heart is, if you really love this area, like mm-hmm. Sean and I love it, yeah. like you yeah. two clearly love it, like the people who have lived here, mm-hmm. if you feel like culture is important, art yeah. is important, supporting the people who are continuing to weave the tapestry yeah. that tells the story of the place that we live in, this is, and again, nothing wrong with NPR. Yeah, I like yeah. the news, I like the music, <laughs> I like the people who work there. Some of the management I could do without, but they've got plenty <laughs> of money. They make it sound yeah. like they can barely keep the lights on. If no one gave them another dime, they would outlive all of us. They're going to be fine. But places like Mixed Blood are it. not. Yeah, you, no, re- I do. mean, people, if you want to support some place, I could not. I, I Mixedblood.com, and then it's pretty easy once you yeah, get there. Yeah, membership. Oh, donate. It's right on there. there. There's yep. a donate button right it's there. It's right there. We we'll make link it to it. And we'll yeah. link to it, too, Thank when we you. post the show here, Yeah, too. and, you know, we're a very small staff. There's literally six of us. Yeah. You know, we don't have, you know, big overheads, fancy break rooms. We are paying <laughs> artists to make... You know, to make art. And, we we uh, had six we people that. at the current on our web staff. Nice. Okay, yeah. right, so it's it's a very very different animal <laughs> over is, there, yeah. and this matters because not only I mean, and so in addition to twelve by twelve, there's still going to be like ongoing theater repertoire yep. and things, right? Yep. I mean, it continues yeah. to be one of these important and it's long lasting because the community has gotten behind it. Yeah. It's a long lasting arts endeavor, and I think for a lot of people, not everybody. I don't mean to be like, oh, woe is us, but. Mm-hmm. Coastal types still look as look at us as flyover country, and this happens to be 
as culturally rich an area as I've ever lived in. And I, I the, whether we're talking about theater or music or culinary arts or, you know, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. pick it. There's a lot going on here, but it doesn't exist in a vacuum and it does not exist on its own. So you're doing a pledge right, drive right now. Yeah, Mixblood.com. <laughs> yes. Donate. I, yeah. could, I couldn't agree more. And I'm, yeah, I'm more you. than happy to help promote that. 12 by 12 is going on right now. And so you need people not only to donate, but show up to these yeah, individual events. Up. Put some support yeah. behind them. And you know, I think uh, all of this uh, amazing work is not only in all these different communities, but it's coming out of the Cedar Riverside area, yeah. an area of town that, you know, there's people who live in my neck of the woods who wouldn't even go there. You know, people, we only hear bad stories right. often about certain parts of Minneapolis. And, you know, that's such a disservice. And it's just, just frankly, really ignorant to go through life not mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, there's great art and amazing great people everywhere. And, and you should just get out, you know, get out of your little comfort zone and just come see it because you're going to have a great time. Exactly. And when's the last time I, I always ask myself this, like Rick, I've had people invite me like, well, let's go see a comedy show. I'm like, my God, it maybe has been 20 years since I've gone <laughs> yeah. to a proper comedy yeah, yeah. show. Let's go see some live theater, smaller live theater. I'm yeah. like, can we do that? Is that a thing that it's people so do? Too. And every yeah. single time, even though it's hard to get off the couch, yeah. I'm like, that was fucking awesome. Yes. <laughs> that was rad. Exactly. You can get the full rundown on 12 by 12 yeah. and everything Mixed Blood is doing. And you can donate at MixedBlood.com. Also, Katie Vernon, if people want to know what you're up to as an artist this summer or in the yeah. not too distant future, what's ground zero for you? Yeah, well, today, after after a long, long slog of hard, hard work um, <laughs> at Mixed Blood Theater, I will be doing a little free uh, performance at the, um, I don't know, Brooklyn Center Park. Anyway, I, I don't know when this will air. So, But just katievernon.com, Katie with the Y, like Katy Perry, but right. without the money, um, <laughs> or the invite to the coronation. Did you see? She was I, at the coronation. Was she really? She, could, she couldn't find her she seat. She couldn't find her uh, yeah, seat. Yeah, no, that went viral. I, I remember seeing that. I would yeah. not have attended if they'd asked me. Just putting that on record. Okay. Um, oh. No, I'm, I'm kind of kidding. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get any, in any beef <laughs> yeah. with the royals right okay, now. Okay, well. But also. You know, I, I birth- played a. Bir- <laughs> rule by divine birthright yeah. can suck it. All right? right? Fuck it. I, I, I hate it. I Amen. played a gig at the weekend and I just thought, please don't anyone ask me. I played a gig on Saturday. You know, yeah. it was happening on Saturday and I thought, no one asked me about it. Please, no one asked me about it. I don't, I'm not a spokesperson for, no. for Britain. I don't have anything to say. You're not and, British Google? Well, no. Oh, I can be. And so this woman, <laughs> I took a little break, which was a big mistake. And uh, oh, I took dear. a break and a lady was asking me, peppering me with questions. And I was like, I don't really, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion and she was going on and on and on and finally i said i just find it obscene agreed and and then i thought i went from not wanting to talk about it to the obscene word <laughs> pretty quickly but, but you're that's not wrong. why i didn't want to talk about it you tried to do the right thing and someone just kept poking and <laughs> poking kept... and poking all right you want the yeah. truth there it's, you go it's Our... obscene uh, um, yeah so back. i'm i'm playing a lot i'm playing solo i'm playing duo shows i'm doing a lot of abba stuff we're playing crooners this saturday um so I'll yeah there. i'm always busy wait. yeah tay's gonna come i'm oh bringing my, my mom it's gonna be a fun it's day okay. tay have you seen the abba show yet i have not oh. i am i am i'm not sure i know that i'm not ready but i'm ready to <laughs> so be not ready i mean again not everyone's a fan but i happen no. to be an uber fan yes, and yeah. um you guys do gimme, gimme, oh, gimme, don't you? It. I do. Oh. I do. I always wake up with bruises 
on my knees after singing that. <laughs> oh no, I do. I I can't help it. I have to drop to my knees. That's like, a proper rock show, right you there. Know, yeah, yeah, no. If you don't walk away with a little woundage, <laughs> yeah. then maybe you haven't left everything out on the it's field. True. Mixblood.com to donate to find out more about Twelve by Twelve. Tay, thank you very much again. Katie Vernon music. Yeah, well, you know, I just happen to have my ukulele with me because Which, I'm playing a show ooh. tonight. Oh, and where's that show tonight? Um, well, I think it's the one at the park. I don't know. I literally. Oh Bro- yeah, that's Brooklyn. right. You said no. I didn't mean to call you back <laughs> out again. Center. Sorry. But, I mean, uh, I know you're playing here. Again. We go. It's in New Brighton. I have to. This okay. is terrible. Rock star problems. Don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I'll shout out. Hey, Minneapolis. You need. A, you need an <laughs> intern in or a park. handler. Is I what do, you need. Yeah. I do. Some with a clipboard. Miss <laughs> Vernon, we really have to get going right now. Yeah. Um, but you're also playing again on Saturday. You're playing yeah, a lot. Ground Zero again is KatieVernon.com or KatieVernonMusic.com. KatieVernon.com, and I'm all over the socials. If you want to see what silly opinions I have on things. Well, and I'm going to play a brand new song. So this is cool because yeah. we're going to say goodbye now to Tay. Sean, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks again to Smart Start MN. Thank you very much to AudioQuip. Thanks to our Patreon members. Thanks to Moxie Wealth Management. Yeah. Sorry, there's just too much in my brain right Smart now. Smart Start. Um, yes. Yeah, we got them. We got them. But so thank you to everybody <laughs> you, uh, who's ever been a part of it. Thank you, Tay. And again, thank you, Katie. And so oh, we're going to let you take us out. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say about the um, song or you I, just want to let it float in the I'll, clouds like a mystery? I'll keep it brief, um, which is not something I'm known for. But uh, I, I wrote this song uh, very specifically. It's like the biggest amount of homework I've ever done for a song because I wanted to get it right. So this is a song about not having any recordings of my mother um, speaking, moving, anything, no videos, um, no recordings. And um, 34 years after she died, I tracked down a little news clip mm. from the BBC and um, I heard her voice and saw her move for the first time in 34 years. And uh it was very emotional. So I was like, I want to write a song about that, but oh, I don't want to write a song about that. Mm. So that's what I wrote a song about. Staring at a photograph, wishing I could hear you laugh, chasing an echo.
the film after 34 years of silence a way to reel you in pull you back from the distance so much of my life i never had a choice but i never gave up hope that i'd hear my mother's voice i'd get to hear your voice again Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.